Do you like non-stop action? Exhilarating drama? Do you get erotically aroused when you see people from marginalized communities getting busted and beaten down for minor crimes? Well, get ready to flop your dick out and jerk your white meat to some live PD. On Live PD, the situations are endless, and we take down and beat up all different types of criminals, like blacks, Mexicans, Mexican blacks, uh, and uh, Puerto Rican. Oh, wait, no, that guy was also Mexican. The crimes range all the way from domestic argument all the way to half a gram of marijuana. The evil devil's lettuce used by only the biggest lowlifes of this beautiful country of ours. Like this guy here. Hey, get over here, kid. What's up? What are you doing here, you lowlife? This is Starbucks. I'm buying coffee. Oh, yeah. Well, then what's all this white powder that you're putting in your drink? It's sugar, you dumbass. My God, how stupid are you? That's verbal assault of an officer. We got a 69 on the 420, 69 on the 420. I've been verbally assaulted by the suspect and need backup. Hey, get over here, kid. Ow, fuck, dude, fuck. Why does this happen every time I come to this Starbucks? Uh-huh. There's the weed. We're in a legal state. Resistant arrest. Don't tell me how to do my job. You Chinese people are all oh, the same. fuck, dude, I'm Korean. Not even Chinese. Damn, that makes me so horny right now. So come on over to A&E and flick your willy to some live PD. See you there. Ladies and gentlemen, the Short News Podcast with your host, Alex Mador. What you're asking for is kind of is up welcome back to the short news podcast and like a lot of us are really smart i'm really smart my name is alex mador sorry about all that I'm the host of this here show. I took the week off last week. I did. Well, I didn't take Monday off, but I took the rest of the week off. So we're back a week later. Um, It it was just, it was a pretty slow, uh, boring week. Not much has been going on. I've just been busy with school. I didn't have, I didn't have to go to class last week because of the flash flooding that was, there was a warning for in New York kind of crazy that this keeps happening and people want to act like climate change isn't a big problem and in 30 years a huge portion of the united states is going to be underwater permanently water levels are fucking rising man like we're we're gonna see a lot more flooding like we've been seeing people are going to die like what happened in new york city last month remember all that flooding that was that was weird that shit doesn't happen normally in new york on a normal earth where we're not polluting. We have to address this before we can't reverse it, before it's irreversible and then we're fucked, you know? But the major problem at the end of the day isn't you or me, the individuals, not throwing 
a plastic bottle in the proper container. No, it's the corporations who are responsible for the majority of pollution and the elected officials who protect those corporations. A good portion of our elected officials have conflicts of interest involving these corporations that are harming us. For example, Joe Manchin. Senator Manchin is the senator from West Virginia who's been holding up the Democrats' economic and climate package that they're trying to pass right now. Everyone is on board except for, on the Democrat side, I mean, except for Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema, who are both very problematic in our current government. Manchin has, uh, has personal interest in coal as his family is involved in that industry. This fact contributes to Manchin's <clears throat> denial of any measures that would reduce coal and replace it with sustainable energy sources. And Manchin has chosen to save 14,000 coal jobs instead of saving the environment. What a greedy motherfucking piece of shit. When I complain about the Democrats accomplishing nothing, Joe Manchin is partially the reason for that. The Democrats... <clears throat> Sorry, I'm losing my voice. The Democrats wanted to tax the 700 richest people in the country more than they're already taxed because fucking tax the rich has been a really big deal lately for a lot of us. It's not fair. Uh, this, this billionaire tax would have been great for the country, but Manchin refuses to agree to vote for it. <clears throat> What's crazy is, as the senator of West Virginia, protecting billionaires doesn't benefit a single person in West Virginia. So why is he protecting the billionaires, the 700 billionaires, when there's so many people in the United States that, that need help? The things he's doing won't benefit a single West Virginian, a single American. That's what's crazy about this shit. And he works for the American people. And if you didn't hate Joe Manchin already, let me give you another reason. His daughter is or was, I'm not sure, but she was in charge of Mylan, the company that makes the EpiPen auto-injector, which is used to save lives from anaphylactic allergic reactions using epinephrine, which is like adrenaline, opens up your throat again when, you're, when it's closing up from a reaction. So that bitch raised the price of the EpiPen by 400%, up to like $600 plus per pen. When it was... It, it was not even close to that before. Insane amount. And people depend on the EpiPen to save their lives. And, and they know that. Joe Manchin's daughter knows that. And you're, you're putting survival behind an unreasonable paywall. Like, how evil do you have to be to do that? So only super rich people are allowed to survive allergic reactions? That's fucking cool, dude. Thanks a fucking lot for you, that, you fucking greedy shits. Just another reason the U.S.'s healthcare system is so abysmal. An EpiPen should not cost $600 plus. That should be illegal. That's highway robbery. It's fucked up. Especially because they were never that expensive before Manchin's daughter got her greedy, greedy grubby paws involved. People were up in arms about Martin Shkreli raising the price of the AIDS pill. We'll get mad at this too. Healthcare is unaffordable in America. Because of evil fucking greedy cunts like Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema. Manchin is also forcing the Democrats to get rid of paid family leave from the package and paid medical leave as well. 
Like Joe Manchin is the type of dude to slash the tires on a kid's wheelchair and tell him there's nothing he can do about it. Joe Manchin is the type of dude to see a person having an anaphylactic reaction and shoot them in the face to put them out of their misery instead of saving their life. Joe Manchin is the type of dude to make his kid go to school on a snow day. That's probably why she grew up to screw over the working class medically. Fuck that guy. And then, there's Kirsten Cinema, who looks like she googled stereotypical bisexual outfits and went with the first choice. That woman is a nightmare for any progress we're trying to make as a country. She's doing the same thing as Manchin, holding up different plans and bills as the de- that the Democrats are pushing for, and I don't know why, other than she has special interests and money in her pockets from somebody. You know, the, the pharmaceutical industry, I hear, is giving her money to keep their prices unreasonable, which fucks people over. She's been a, a thorn in our side, Democrats. Cinema is against increasing the minimum wage, is against immigration reform. She's a Democrat, but acts more like an obstruction. Not only are these two not helping their states, but they're hurting the entire country as a whole. The federal minimum wage needs to be higher to account for decades of inflation. People like Cinema and Manchin are more, are more than okay, with Americans continuing to struggle to live paycheck to paycheck, if even that. And that's pure evil. There's no other way to describe it. People, people like them should not be in power if they aren't going to work for the American people. They work for the corporations right now. They aren't advocating for anyone else. Manchin has his family ties to the coal industry, which shouldn't be allowed when you're an elected official. It's so obvious that he's against eco-friendly measures because of his own personal interests, and he doesn't want his family to lose money on their coal business. That should be enough to have that motherfucker removed. That's a conflict of interest, like I said, and, and cinema. People don't understand what her goal is here. SNL joked that all she cares about is chaos, and fuck SNL, I hate them, but, like, whatever, right? Whatever. It, it's true. It is true, whoever wrote that. Because what, what is she doing? She just wants to watch the fucking world burn. So, Joe Manchin, Kirsten Cinema. what the fuck are you doing? Do your fucking jobs and vote for things that are not only going to help the American people, but save the fucking planet. How are those things not important to you as elected officials or not more important than the money that you're making? Don't you have enough? You should be fucking ashamed of yourselves. The amount of greed and corruption there is so bad and someone needs to do something about it. Cinema is taking money from the pharmaceutical, pharma, the pharmaceutical, yeah, the pharmaceutical, the pharmaceutical companies. She's just farting everywhere. No, Cinema's taking money from the pharmaceutical companies in order to keep their prices so high that the working class gets fucked over and can't get their meds. The U.S. has extremely high prescription drug prices, and because of Cinema, they're going to stay that way. Our healthcare system is fucked. She needs to, she needs to go to fucking prison. 
in my opinion. And I know Hassan Piker said the same thing and ratioed her on Twitter. I thought that was cool. But that woman is the biggest piece of, sh- of shit. I can't talk today. Biggest piece of shit of the year. I hate her so much. Like, do your fucking job. And she's tweeting shit, like, like redirecting things like, make sure you get vaccinated. What about the other medical treatments that people can't afford? What about healthcare in general? Stop distracting everybody from the topic at hand. Everybody hates you. Now stop being a massive cunt and start working for the American people. Like you should have been doing this entire time. God. This country is in the fucking shitter. I went grocery shopping the other day and the shelves were completely empty. You can barely buy anything. The supply chain issues are still destroying us. And, the, and it's fucked because I'm trying to buy a car in a couple months. And the prices of used cars have increased dramatically because of the shortages. And they're all selling out. I don't know who to blame. I, I want to blame Joe Biden because like I blame him for a lot of things in my life. But I, I don't I don't really know if it's on him. I don't. Like, I wish I knew more about what's causing the supply chain issues. But Pete Buttigieg is being blamed by a lot of people since he's in charge of transportation, if I'm, if I'm not wrong. Um, as though Pete himself is going out there in, in sweats in a beanie unloading freight from the ships that are waiting, waiting there to be, to be brought onto shore. Yeah, single-handedly. Pete Buttigieg, because he he's on paternity leave right now. Like that, it's kind of it's getting kind of homophobic the way people are mad at him specifically for taking paternity leave because apparently gay people aren't allowed to do that because there's like two male parents. So like people like Joe Rogan have a problem with that. I don't get it. Like why are you getting mad at a dude for taking paternity leave? It's weird because. Wouldn't you want to spend more more than two weeks with your new kid that was just fucking born? But back to the homophobia thing. We're, we're getting mad at Pete specifically because of outdated toxic ideas about men. Not just homophobia, but toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. It's me, Jordan Peterson. I'm Pete Buttigieg. Can't take time off because, because I said so because it's not manly. The biological mother needs to be the one, even though she doesn't... It's not her kid anymore. It's, it's fucked up, these, these outdated gender roles. That men, men are supposed to just, like, be detached from the kid and make all the money. Okay, well, things are different now. <laughs> like, it, it goes back to Jordan Peterson crying over hardworking men. They aren't supposed to show any sensitivity or compassion otherwise. That isn't seen as manly. When, what the fuck even is manliness? And who came up with that outdated idea? Once again, crying over men working hard isn't really manly. I can't believe we even have to talk about this shit. Toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. I can't do it. Kermit the Frog. It's like down there. Kermit the Frog here. Toxic masculinity. Pete Buttigieg can't... I can't... What What am I doing? What am I doing? But of course, 
the usual people, the usual suspects, were complaining about this this situation about Pete Buttigieg having a kid and being a good father and being with that kid. This includes Mr. Eight Brain, Joe Rogan. He had a lot to say about this. Because fucking Joe Rogan is getting more and more openly conservative every time I listen to his show. It's fucked. It's fucked. And and a lot of the reasoning behind that is because uh he has mostly conservatives on his show. So he's absorbing their bigotry. So we can take a look at that. I got this up right here. Got it queued up right here. Jamie, could you pull up the could you pull up the picture of the Okay. But, here, but here's the thing. One of you should do that. One of you should take care of the children. Like this idea that both parents should get maternity and paternity leave at the same time is a little weird. I don't think so. How is that weird though? How is that weird? Because like as both parents, don't you want to equally be there for for your kid? Like I know that like I know that in my family and a lot of families like a, like a big reason why our parents got divorced was because the dad was always working and not there for the kids and that that really you know that fucked up the family dynamic and then that caused you know it didn't really damage me that much but like it it messed up you know there was a lot of resentment towards my dad from my mom and and you know that slowly tears apart the relationship there um so you you have to account for those things um you have to account for you know like a a kid a kid needs their their father figure or both not just that a kid needs both of their parents otherwise like what one of them's just coming home late at night every night and they just see them for like half an hour before they go to bed. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Then then that father who isn't allowed to be on paternity leave isn't in that kid's life, like at all. They're a stranger to them. There's no bonding going on. There's no development. There's no nurturing. There's none of that. And the other parent is what, just a single parent? Because that's what happens in a lot of these families. Like, in in nuclear family, like the traditional nuclear family of like a guy and a girl and two kids and a and a fucking purebred dog or whatever, <laughs> like that's what happens in a lot of these families. They they end up breaking apart because the the dad is always working because of these traditional male roles of the man is the the sole provider and has to work all the time and can't take time off to be with the kids, has to be detached and. It, it's it's very damaging. It's not a good thing to to keep our societal structure in such a way where the male role is to be, or the father role is to be such a a detached person. It it's just not right. It like I said, it fucks up. It fucks up the family. And Joe already where. 13 seconds in. I've been going on for four minutes now. We're 13 seconds in already. Joe is not accounting for, you know, like being a good parent, doing the right thing for your kid who is literally just born and needs to get to know who their parents are. So, you don't I don't, think so? I don't. Only Why? because I have a German cousin and they get the shit. I mean, they get like a full year for the woman and okay. nine months for the husband. That's great. You want to live in Germany? Because in America, <laughs> you got to work. Like, here's the thing. If 
You want to live in Germany? Because in America, you got to work. That's such a, um, that's such an idiotic statement. It's just like the, oh yeah, in America, toughen up, toughen up. Like, this is why we have so many mentally ill people in the country is because of this just get over it mentality. This too bad, get over it, just keep working mentality. We work people to the point where they're fucking insane. And that's why we have, you know, a lot of, like I said, fucked up family dynamics. A lot of, you know, abuse happens, a lot of stress that doesn't get dealt with properly, expectations that can't be met, which leads to disappointment, anger, and, and instability. Um, you get you get all of these disastrous effects from this toughen up, get over it mentality that Joe Rogan has, where it's just like, I don't, like your kid breaks their leg and you just tell them, get over it, toughen up. Like put a put a fucking bandaid on it. Toughen up. Too bad. Like it doesn't have to be this way. This oh, in America you have to work. Other countries like Germany, um, Sweden, places where they actually care about their citizens. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of there is a lot more um, happiness than than in our country in America. Like other countries, look at our healthcare system. They look at our our working, our our, our um our working world, I guess, um, and and they laugh at us. Not not only laugh at us, but they're horrified. I wouldn't even say they're laughing. It's disturbing because we have so many resources, and we don't take care of our people. We don't. We protect the seven hundred billionaires, and they're all taken care of. They hoard all the money, and then the rest of us are fucked. Get fucked, right? Well, in America, you gotta work. What do you do, Joe? You sit in front of a fucking microphone twice a week and complain about people wanting to take paternity leave? That's fucking stupid. He makes he makes a hundred million dollars. You'll never make that, Alex. I don't care. I work real jobs. I get a real degree. I do real shit. I'm working like I'm the American way. Too bad. I would love to move to Sweden or Germany, but it, they don't want us. I'm pretty sure they don't want my 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 kind. Not not Asians. I, I'm. I mean, they don't want Americans to just come in and be like, "Oh, it's so much nicer here." Oh, but maybe they do. I don't know. I don't know. I have one friend in Sweden, and she's always telling me how much better it is there, and and I agree with her. Based on what she tells me, they're not fucking over their citizens in every possible way. The way that this, our country, drains everything from us. You know? It just pisses me so off. So pisses me off so much that Joe's responses are too bad. Well, in America, you have to work. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. You podcast for a living. You podcast and complain into a microphone for a living, dude. And I think people people are like you are so privileged to be to be saying that when people work their fucking asses off. And they deserve to take paternity leave. I'm sure if Joe Rogan had a kid and he was working like a real job, not a celebrity thing, he was working a real fucking job then he would love to take paternity leave to spend time with his kid. If not, then wow, those kids are going to be kind of fucked up, dude. 
I I don't know, like as as a um like I know a lot of people who who they grew up with their dad not being there and that fucked them up big time. They didn't have a good they didn't have that second role model. They didn't uh they didn't have both parents. And if it, it fucked with their other parents and like I said, it it tears families apart. So like there's the, the toughen up thing, the too bad, it's it's just completely fucked. It's just a dead end. You have a small <laughs> business. You're the one who loves small businesses, okay? Right? Yeah. You have, imagine. No, if you, you have can't an employee, take maternity leave. Uh, imagine <laughs> if you have an employee and this is your like your fucking CEO of your little company or whatever, and they uh they're the wife has a baby and the husband's like, I'm taking four months off. You're like, what the <laughs> are you talking about i'm and i'm questioning what who do you believe should pay for something like I that i don't know but if i was an employer and i had a guy <laughs> who worked for me i had a guy who worked for me who wanted to take three months off because his wife gave birth i'd be like what the fuck are you talking about mike <laughs> even mike, to support his wife give birth to support his wife i pay him for free <laughs> do you understand that this is kind of most people when this happens if they make enough money, the wife will not work and the father will work. Right. And then the wife takes care of the child. And this is normal. Yeah. The wife takes care of the child. And that's all she does. And that's all she's known for. The wife in the traditional role is is the life bringer. She opens her legs and, and, and a baby comes out. And that's all she's good for. That's all she's good for. The man is the one that goes and, and, and abandons his family. That's the way it's been. That's the way it's always going to be. My terrible Jordan Peterson impression, but he's just explaining traditional gender roles. Like, that's the way it's, it's supposed to be. And, you know, there's the person that's on his show, I'm, I'm surprised this person isn't, like, completely just kissing, at, kissing his feet, you know? She's kind of like, yeah, I mean, uh, come on. I don't really, what do you, what do you mean by that? Like, I, I just, he's ridiculous. He, he's, he's infuriating. And then the dad provides support when he comes home. If you're saying that the man and the woman. Wait, wait. So the dad is supposed to work eight plus hours every day and then come home and continue and then just parent after that. So now, oh, so now they're working two jobs when, like, like you just have a kid. They're a newborn. They're, like, developing, super fragile. Um, both parents are exhausted. They have to wake up at crazy hours. Um, it, it's not, like, you're not getting a, a, a healthy amount of sleep. It's just, it's not right that then, then the at least for like the first few months that like the the dad has to then too bad like you were up at 3 a.m and 4 a.m and 5 a.m now you gotta you gotta still get up and go to work and then come back and do the same shit and not sleep like that's that's not really that's not cool dude like that's not cool should both get like three months off this is a new thing yeah right I mean, it's it? not new in europe but we're it's... not in europe <laughs> this is better how is this better how is this better than Europe, just because because you can afford to throw the whole kitchen sink when at at COVID when you get it, because you can afford proper health care. Other people, dude, can't afford shit. Other people 
are in situations where it would be really helpful if they could take three months off to take care of their new kid because they can't afford a nanny like your dumb millionaire ass can. Oh, well, that's Europe. <laughs> Don't live here. It's not that fucking simple, you idiot. Maybe instead of just accepting the fucked up, like, way that America is, maybe maybe we can work towards changing it so that it's more fair for other people. I don't understand why there's this hostility towards people getting help or people taking time off that they need in order to, you know, be a fucking human. Oh, I almost just said some angry shit. almost said the R word. But I won't. I won't. Like, I'm, I'm so frustrated that this shit is going on. I've been... One second, let me take a hit of this weed so I chill out. So I've been, I've been getting a lot of shit <clears throat> for speaking out against toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. Um, especially after making fun of Jordan Peterson. Uh, the Peterson fans online. Let me, oh, the windows are open. I don't know, what, what do we call them? The Peterheads? The Peterheads, we'll say. Look at him as a father figure. Probably because they didn't have a good father figure. Um, funny enough, that is a direct result of traditional male-female roles. Male always has to be outworking. There you go. So now Jordan Peterson has replaced you and the cycle continues. You're going to be a shitty father too. And then it keeps going and going and going. Um, and I made fun of, essentially, I made fun of their, their daddy, Jordan. And that really offended them. There was a lot of, how dare you? And if you really listen to what he was saying, you'd understand. And you should be ashamed of yourself. And my favorite... Sounds like a low testosterone beta male. You need to think and think hard. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? That's that's the point of what I was saying in the clip. That toxic masculinity and alpha male bullshit is ruining our society and keeping us from advancing. In the clip I posted, I'm clearly talking about how toxic masculinity facilitates how toxic masculinity facilitates things like sexual assaults. And the responses I got from these people were perfect examples of that. That proved my point about the problem of toxic masculinity. If you're constantly talking about being an alpha male with high testosterone, your priorities are fucking off. And nobody is going to like you outside of the monkey brain, thick headed asswipes who follow the Peterson doctrine. People don't look positively upon these people. Want to be alpha males? Make other people uncomfortable. Women? Don't want to be with some some roided out, hyper dominant, insecure loser, and that's why these people don't get laid and don't have long term relationships with anyone other than their other alpha male bros. People who are constantly trying to be the most masculine in the room are the most insecure, hypersensitive people, which is funny because that's the opposite of what they're all about. What being an alpha male is. That's some beta shit to be that insecure about your masculinity. Getting mad about paternity leave? You don't like spending time with your newborn child? That seems pretty fucking beta to me, bro. What are you afraid of it? Afraid of little poop? Isn't, you know, like, being a good father 
an admirable thing. The, the outdated gender roles assigned to men and women in this society, specifically American society, because, you know, other countries, they, they're, they're a little better about this. Like, the, the, these fucked up roles, they're contributing to the constant societal unrest. As the people who think critically realize they don't have to conform to these stupid, outdated norms and the brainless continue to try to conserve these antiquated ideals. This is one of the many problems that we are currently grappling with in American society when it comes to individual identity, or what the conservatives complain about being identity politics. There's also trans issues that people like Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle and others refuse to respect because it challenges traditional gender norms. So, you know, here's my view on the trans issues of today. People should be allowed to express their identities however they want. The private parts that someone has aren't anyone's business if you aren't sleeping with that person. It's not your place to oppress someone or make them feel illegitimate because you still subscribe to traditional gender norms and refuse to accept change. What the fuck are you worried about? Why does it matter if someone is trans? How are you going to get involved in some, someone else's business but also complain that people telling you to get vaccinated aren't minding, their own, aren't minding their own business? You know what I mean? Like We've been talking about trans issues a lot the last couple of episodes, and it's something that's really become an urgent thing to me because the rallying behind Chappelle's comments is alarming. Chappelle fans <clears throat> don't want to acknowledge that members of the trans community are often victims of violence, murder, harassment, bullying, I have friends who I used to live with who are trans and are really great people who I care very much about and I worry about because of how hostile people are towards trans people. I also have friends who I've noticed more and more are definitely transphobic and I don't know if I want to hang out with those bigoted people anymore. Like this one friend sends me shit making fun of non-binary and other members of the LGBTQ community and I don't know if he expects me to laugh at those things, but it's really insensitive, and it makes me not want to hang out with them anymore. When you make fun of people in that community, you're beating people down who are already constantly being beaten down by society. When is enough enough? Why contribute to the oppression of a group of people who you refuse to even try to understand? I really hope people who hear this think twice before they su support everything their favorite transphobe says on Netflix. You can like a comedian and their work, but acknowledge that one of their specials is fucking insensitive. You can dislike one thing that they said and still like them. Like, I liked the first two Spider-Man movies. The third one sucked, but that doesn't mean I hate the entire franchise. I know that's, you know, different than Hating a group of people doesn't have to do with human rights, but you can like someone, but disagree with one thing that they did or said and acknowledge that that was fucked up. I like Chappelle's show, the classic, I think it's hilarious. Intentionally misgendering people for an entire hour isn't funny, though. And I really wish I could say these things without being met with hostility, but I know it's going to happen. Chappelle has a lot of fans who support everything he says, 
and will rabidly defend him without considering the perspective of the people who are being ridiculed, devalued, and delegitimized by him. Those people have been through enough. Why spend an entire hour-long set making them feel bad about themselves? Dave ignores the fact that so many trans people kill themselves because people like him make them feel wrong for being themselves. It's not fair, and it's contributing to a problem that doesn't even need to be there. Just let people be themselves without needing to feel threatened. It's, it's, it's not cancel culture. That's not even, it's not even holding people accountable. It's just the responsibility that we all have as humans to embrace our differences, embrace each other for that, and, and not use our differences to tear us further apart and to oppress. So we really have a lot of work to do when it comes to human rights and protecting people who are often victims of hate crimes. And I wish we were further along than we currently are, but there's a lot of hate in our society. We need to make more of an effort to understand the perspectives of people who are different from us, even if we have trouble doing so. We need to stop dealing in traditional gender norms because it's the 21st fucking century. Like, come on. The future, man. Get with the times, old man. <sighs> Anyways, there's other stuff going on in our world. The right-wingers <clears throat> are still complaining about the left-wingers, about progress. All that stuff so we can take a look at what they're saying. We got Cucker Tarlson once again. We, we got no new Ted Cruz content. I'm sorry. Maybe next time. Maybe Thursday. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. About 20 minutes into the 2016 presidential campaign, it was pretty clear the American media were horribly addicted to Donald Trump. They hated Trump, obviously, but they also needed Trump in order to live. And that's the face of addiction. If you've ever seen a person grimace while gulping warm vodka before breakfast with shaky hands, you know what it looks like. What? Have you? Dude, that's, your friend needs help. If, if your friend is doing that and you're just watching them, I'm watching my friend tear his life apart by drinking alcohol with his cereal in the morning. Like, dude, get that man to a fucking therapist. Jeez. Don't use him as a metaphor for... From the media's thirst for views. Because, like, yeah, they he has a point. But don't don't compare it to somebody with a crippling, crippling, potentially fatal addiction. Like that's just that's just stupid. It's not funny. I'm I'm not I'm not offended as a former addict. I'm not. But it's just a dumb, dumb, insensitive comparison. Like, the media sucks. The media is definitely addicted to Trump. They definitely, they need him in order to have higher ratings because the more he does crazy shit, the more they can complain about it. Of course. Of course. And now that he's gone, nobody cares about the news because we're not constantly afraid, as much, at least. Um... So I I don't know I don't know what he's what he's trying to what he's trying to prove here, but the title of this video is What a Freak Show. 
So there was really never any question about what was going to happen for sure when news organizations were finally cut off from their vital daily supply of Donald Trump. They were going to collapse in a pile. That's exactly what they've done. They've collapsed. On Tuesday, for example, not a single show on CNN, once the most important cable news channel in the world, this is CNN. Not a single show on the whole channel. Bro, that's you. You were CNN like, like not that long ago, like 10 years ago, whenever that was. Return to the dark side. 800,000 viewers. That's right. Oh. Yeah, dude, that's like a Keemstar video. I, I, yeah, that's not, those are low numbers because people know that both CNN and Fox News are full of shit, but the thing that Fox News does well is they suck in their listeners and viewers and they get them real riled up about things that don't exist or aren't actually problems. The difference was that Donald Trump was actually a threat to a lot of people. CNN had to talk about him. Yeah, they took it too far a lot of the time. They, they obsessed. But it's different. Chris Cuomo would be better off doing free concerts in the park, which in fact he may soon be doing. So with Trump gone, the old formula no longer works. That's easy to understand. What's more confusing, harder to understand, is how they've responded to this fact. So let's say you'd made billions of dollars over the years selling Rice Krispie treats to a hungry public. Mm, yummy. Dentists may have complained about what you were doing, but for you it was always a great business, and you assumed it would go on forever because we always think everything good will go on forever. Dude. But it doesn't. Wait, you think Rice Krispie treats are ever going to go out of style, you fucking weirdo? That's what I'm getting out of this. Like, I'm not mad about anything else. Except, dude, what? You're, are you telling me that Rice Krispie Treats, America's fucking greatest import, export, I'm sorry, America's greatest export, is going to go out of style? That is the most false thing that you've ever said, Tucker Carlson. That is the most false fucking analogy. It, it doesn't work. Because Rice Krispie Treats, especially the ones at, like, those local coffee shops, not not Starbucks, but the ones that they make at those local coffee shops. Holy shit! How 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 does that go out of style? So even before I like I know what you're gonna say because I don't. No, doesn't work. Rice Krispie treats are fucking delicious. Over time, consumers started to figure out that a marshmallow coated with breakfast cereal not a very healthy food option. It tastes great at first, eat enough, and it starts to make you feel sick. So they began to buy less of what you were selling. Following this, how would you react to that? Well, if you were smart, you'd probably just rebrand. CNN isn't a Rice Krispie Treat, though. To compare CNN to a Rice Krispie Treat is too positive of a, of a comparison. They're not, they're not delicious. I, I cringe every time they're on TV. Same way I cringe at this. You got liberal cringe, you got conservative cringe. I cringe at both. And you'd change the color, you'd throw in some vitamin additives, you'd rename the product. You might call it crunchy kale treats or healthy life nutrition bars. You'd have figured out that people don't want sugary garbage, they want something that's good for them, so you would sell it to them. That seems like a pretty rational choice. What you probably wouldn't do if you were selling Rice Krispie treats to a rapidly shrinking market is convince yourself that you were not in the snack food business, but instead on some kind of mission from God. 
You would not claim that eating marshmallows is a vital moral imperative. What? You would not attack your own consumers for preferring something else. You would not denounce them as morons or racists for eating less sugar. Well, no, of course not. Of course you wouldn't call somebody racist for eating less sugar. That's completely unrelated. We call people racist because they're being fucking racist. They're outwardly racist. In in the in 2021, that's actually like a huge fucking problem. You got the police out here killing black people. You got the people who support the police out here yelling at black people. <laughs> you got <laughs> all this like fucked up shit going on. You got the 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 system which has been set up for a lot of people to fail. And you have a country that has racism built into the foundations of it. That is in no comparison to, oh, somebody says they they don't like sugar. Oh, that means you're a Nazi. Like, no. No, what? That, that analogy is so stupid. It got even worse than I thought it was going to get. I was, like, at first I was like, okay, maybe maybe this won't go off the rails. But no, he's like... And then when they say, when you say you don't like sugar, you're a racist. Where there's no, there's no connection there. And I understand that that's the point. And that's what is that like a straw man, whatever they call it. It's like just an absolute. That is an exaggeration. And in no way connects to reality. Wouldn't try and ban the Atkins diet, make keto illegal. It'd be insane. You'd go bankrupt if you did that. And yet that's exactly what the legacy media have decided to do as they face extinction. They've amped up the moral outrage. They've turned the self-righteousness all the way up to 11. And above all, they pretended that nothing has changed and that Donald J. Trump still strides the horizon as a great orange colossus who threatens the very existence of this fragile nation. We're not overstating it. Here's a recent sample of cable news coverage in this country. All right, let's see Keep it. in mind as you watch, every one of these clips was recorded this week. This week, okay, all Election right. Election officials are growing more fearful for their lives as Donald Trump continues his big lie. President Trump continues to push lies about the election, about election results across. How is this that bad? He, he is doing this. He goes around, he goes on his tour like he's a fucking, like he's the Rolling Stones sells out stadiums like this was a fake election everybody believe me it was a fake election and all his supporters are like woo Ooh, i believe you i don't believe the government i believe you the one one uneducated dude who failed out of college who 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 avoided being drafted and and you know it's just a piece of shit in every way i believe you donald trump over over real experienced government officials. I believe the landlord who screwed over people of color for so many years. The country. Where would, where would we be today if the, if the Trump White House simply listened to the science? Trump wants to overturn the next election. He wants to overturn the last one. He wants to just... Yeah, these are things that are currently going on. Of course, they're going to continuously talk about it. Like, I thought, I thought they, they were going to just... They were just going to bring up Trump in like irrelevant ways. 
Tucker's complaining that they're expressing their concerns about when Trump runs in 2024, which seems more and more every day like it's going to happen. And, you know, it, it's we're in kind of a situation here where he, based on the way everything is going and how people on both sides are mad at Joe Biden, Trump is in a pretty good spot to um to win in 2024. That's that's why they're scared. That's why CNN and a lot of people are are indeed afraid. And and Tucker's like, "Why are you guys freaking out? Why are you guys scared? You know why they're scared. You know exactly why they're scared and you're acting like, "Oh, what what are you doing? You're making a big deal out of nothing." Like, no they're not. They're actually not. In this case, the examples that you're using are are newsworthy. Those are actually newsworthy. If he's continuing to spread lies while he's campaigning to to get reelected already, or not reelected to get elected against Biden or to beat Biden in 2024. Sorry, I can't talk. If he's saying damaging things, then then yeah, like that's that's not good for our society. That's not good for the trust in the integrity of our our democratic system. That is a threat. He wants to limit voting and overturn elections at the state level. Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy denounced the uh, insurrection, denounced Donald Trump. As President Trump has found a surprising new platform to spread the big lie. I mean, the thing with Trump is Trump is always bad for democracy. It has metastasized much far beyond President Trump, right, from multiple sources. I hear you there. However, the original cancer was President Trump. Well, he was, yeah, I mean, he was president, what, like, he he was president like 10 months ago. So like we're still yeah, we're still dealing with a lot of this shit that like the the libs want to blame him for, which like yeah, a lot of it is his fault, like definitely. Um I I really think Tucker is just picking every time that they mention a dude who is still still pretty relevant in our society. Tucker knows that too. Again, like he's just I don't want to use the term gaslighting because I know that's going to get some people mad. But, you know, when you're telling the liberal media they're not victims, don't don't get me wrong, the liberal media is not a victim. But when you're saying that they're, the left is making a big deal out of nothing when, you know, the, the biggest threat to democracy is planning on threatening democracy. You know what I mean? I take I take the little victories. You know, at least Trump is out here trying to get his people vaccinated. You know, like that. <laughs> That's one. I take I take the small victories because because you know, you know, we would be fucked if if he was like, you don't have to get it, don't get it. I didn't get it. Even even if he did, he you know he did. He he said. He told them, like, even I got it, go get it. And they were like, boo, boo, we we love you, but boo. What a freak show. What a freak show. Who watches. Who would watch that? But listen to what they're saying. Trump wants to overturn the next election, screams the pudgy midget. They all do. The pudgy midget? Wait, which one was the pudgy midget? 
Uh, pudgy midget. I don't see a pudgy midget. Dude, Tucker, where's the pudgy midget? I'm looking for the pudgy midget. I don't see... Does he mean Jeffrey Tubin? Because then I'm not that mad. If he's saying Jeffrey Tubin is the pudgy midget, then f yeah, fuck that guy. Jeffrey Tubin, the fact that CNN hired that motherfucker again after he was jerking off in a Zoom meeting in front of all these fucking people is fucked up. Like, imagine if somebody did that in the physical workplace. It's, it's the same thing. It's the same fucking thing. And CNN is just like, oh, you did that shit? Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. We saved you a seat at the table. Come, come get a job with us. CNN is just fucking, fucking shit. But Fox News is also fucking shit. They're both, like, CNN and Fox News are like the opposite sides of each other, but they're both the same amount of shittiness on that spectrum, just opposite sides of the spectrum. You know what I mean? Same amount of shittiness. Just a different shittiness. Got it. But the fact is that Donald Trump is no longer the president of the United States. He's yeah. golfing right now in Florida. Good for him. How about covering what's happening in America right now? Oh, no. Trying to change. Here we go. Here Maybe we go. he could explain it to us or even tell us about it. Nope. They refuse. And they refuse because they are caught in an earlier age. They can't adjust to a new reality. It's depressing when you think about it. That's going to be all of us someday. It's certainly very sad for them. Just is he comparing this to like dementia? Like when you get older? Damn. Damn, bro, that's depressing. Hosting a Sunday show on television was considered a very big deal, especially in Washington. Now, nobody cares. It's irrelevant. Imagine if you're the host of one of those shows. Chuck Todd doesn't need to imagine he is the host of one of those Damn. shows. Damn. He spent his entire life trying to get this gift. Throwing hands, Tucker Carlson. Holy shit. Chuck Todd ain't shit. Chuck Todd ain't fucking shit. Fuck that guy. Tucker starting beefs with other, other news hosts. What the fuck? <laughs> only to discover once he got it that it's not worth having. No wonder he seems so bitter and fragile. Here he is earlier this year. This was started when the mainstream media stopped, dropped any pretense of being unbiased and actually chose sides during this election. This, this fire was started when you completely ignored, for example, our investigation of Hunter Biden. You know, no, no evidence of uh, wrongdoing there. Uh, yeah, now we yeah. find out after the election. No, there is a fair amount of evidence to the point that we have a real FBI investigation. Senator, so all right, I, it's I've the had enough of media, hearing it's this. The, it's, the, right. it's the it's the it's no. It, listen, I've had enough of this too. It's no, the Senator, bias of the it, media. It is, that you has spent, created a, 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 a situation where, where Republicans and yeah. conservatives do not trust no. the mainstream media. And Why are we talking what's about Hunter Biden? To destroy the credibility. Like people have kids. Kids fuck up. Fucked up. <laughs> kids do fucked up shit. Kids do do drugs. Go off the deep end. Uh, but he, he made a comeback. And you know, like I I am not gonna praise him, but I'm gonna say as a former addict, it is it must be really difficult to go through the the amount of shame that the conservative media has put him through. That would put me back onto drugs if that were if that were me. Um so, so it's fucked up. It's it's fucked up. And Chuck Todd is just like, I've had enough of this. You got like 
I get it. This is so out of context. Like, Tucker needs to add in the thousand other times that somebody has brought up Hunter Biden's laptop to Chuck Todd. He's sick of it. Obviously, he's sick of it. Everybody is. You keep bringing up the president's son. Like, that doesn't have shit to do with Biden, with Joe Biden. That's Hunter. His son, Joe's not the one giving him the crack that he was doing or whatever. Of the media and our institutions and right. really no, the destruction confidence of in the election result. So I can start this. Senator, I've had enough. Chuck Todd literally can't even bear to listen to someone criticize the American news media. But he has to now. Settle down, Chuck. No one is interested in what you think anymore. Your moral authority is long gone. Jesus. Your relevance. You're shouting into the void. They all are. Deep down, Chuck Todd knows that. They all know that. But rather than accept the truth about themselves and their careers, rather than change their behavior or acquire brand new skills, that'd be nice, or gracefully retire to Cabo, again, this is coming for all of us, they won't. They have one final hope for keeping their scam alive, and it's censorship. So the dying media companies have convinced themselves that somehow they can get the government and their friends at the tech monopolies to shut down their competitors, maybe they can keep it going. Maybe they'll be important and lucrative businesses again. Maybe we can return to 2003, a time when people delayed their golf games to watch Meet the Press. Wouldn't that be great? That's their goal, deluded as it is. And it explains why all of a sudden journalists, of all people, are leading the charge against the First Amendment that you thought made their jobs possible. This tells you exactly why they hate Fox News so obsessively. I, I mean, I would love to know what he's talking about. I mean, I think I do. Like, the censorship that Tucker always complains about has to do with misinformation. We're talking medical misinformation. We're talking election misinformation. That's, those are pretty much the two main ones. <laughs> those are pretty much the two main ones that are, are a plague to our country. And the reason that we are being torn apart. Now, Tucker wants to exonerate himself and his colleagues from any responsibility in that, even though actually Fox News, that was a, if not the leader, one of the leaders in the charge of stirring up controversy and spreading bullshit and making the public believe lies and spurring civil war. I don't, what, what else do you want to? blame on them there's so many things substack too this is the key to their campaign against what they call misinformation now if you're a literal it is it literally is misinformation when you're reporting that like some dude when you're reporting like that that election fraud happened and it didn't and like the one case in in utah or wherever it was where there was election fraud, happened to be a dude voting for his dead wife for Trump. <laughs> so <laughs> it doesn't even, it's not even like, like that's a real problem. So when you say it is a problem and it's, it's when, and that's false and that's proven to be false, that is known as what, Tucker? What? Misinformation. Misinformation, Tucker. And you can't do that if you're, Marketing yourself as a news company, 
you have to actually spread the truth. Now, I understand that CNN may not always tell the truth either, because that's who you want to continue bringing up. But you're just as much of an offender. You can deflect all you want. You can deflect and deflect and deflect and CNN this, Chuck Todd that. Everybody that isn't a Fox News fanatic, anybody that thinks critically can see how responsible that people like Tucker Carlson are for the the spread of misinformation, the unrest, the violence and hostility in this country. And he goes on TV and acts like it's it's all the other side. It's all the other side. The other side is worked up because of you, dude. <laughs> Minded person, we certainly are. You laugh every time you hear them say that. Misinformation? Aren't these the exact same people who told us that Putin got Trump elected? The ones who swore that some high school kid from Kentucky was in the Klan? <laughs> yeah, same people. So of course, they're not against misinformation. Obviously, the point is, they want to restore their monopoly on it. And that's what they're trying to do. The high school kid in the Klan. Is he talking about like Kyle Rittenhouse? I don't, I don't know. The dude is just fucking. Oh my God. I'm sorry that there's no Ted Cruz. That's usually, um, that's usually the fun thing to do here. But we don't, uh, we unfortunately don't have any new Ted Cruz. He doesn't want to be bullied, so we won't we won't do that today. How about it? But what we can do, and I'm looking right now for the um for a good uh good video here of Karen's. We're gonna do keeping up with the Karens to close things out, then a relationship advice, and then I gotta get ready for therapy. Let's do it. What's this? Um, oh, see, that's a long one, though. I, I'm looking for... Let me pause this. Alright, let's see what this one. Unhinged man tries citizens' arrest of entire family. Good. Good. You said you're a police officer. No. I will. Yes, you did. I will ask them what rank you are. You said you I, were a you police officer. You're the police officer. You I'm are not a, called a police officer. No, you said you were a police Josh, officer. Josh, no, you're a police officer. Say that to a bunch of wankers like you. Pardon? Do not speak to me. You deserve it. You, you are just sexist. You, you said you were an off-duty police no, officer. I don't talk to wankers you like that. Okay, can you, you, you go away then, please? Simon, shut the door! Fucking hammer! Oi! We've got you now, haven't Oi. we? Mom! What a psycho. I think I've seen I this do. one. Ah! So you ain't gonna have me carrying a bag. Oh, wait, wait, wait. what's this one? I come the door. Position around me then! Okay, well, Bye! You openly lied. Like you No, I did lied. not openly lie. Yes, I said I walked over there and knocked on the door. Okay. But that's your house? Okay. That's your right. house and, and that's yours? yours? And that's yours? 
That is, and but I don't put my trash okay. behind neither, the dumpster when it's empty. Angry white lady yelling at a bunch of black kids. That's a good look. That's a good look, dude. <laughs> I did not carry the trash, so you can find any video okay. you want because okay. I did not carry that bag. Okay. And I did not right. dig in that bag. Okay. Alrighty. I carried the postcard, the per other person that came to me in a different unit. Mm hmm And I said, well, I'm just going to go knock, and I was going to try and have a friendly conversation mm -hmm. with you, but nobody answered the door. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, excuse me, ma'am, because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. the name was obviously sure. a woman. Mm -hmm. The person who came to me from a different unit obviously carried that bag, mm -hmm. so you ain't going to have me carrying a bag. Okay. So whatever. No, that's now, fine. who's the liar? No, that's fine. Now who's the liar? Okay. Well, the only reason why I came here, I don't have a video camera. They came to me and said that well, you came that's here. Fine. The only reason I would video. have no other reason to come here. Get the video. And I would have no other reason all. to come here. Okay. Get the video. I did not carry it. I ain't carrying nobody's motherfucking trash. Okay. I'm tired of the shit flying up in my yard. Yeah, you care because people to search can't through put it. it in the damn dumpster. Okay. Oh, she was searching through their trash. That's kind of gross, dude. Why would you do hey, that? Well, then you would so how about how the hell is that your problem? Whoa, what? You might need to lower your voice because no one's yelling. Well, no, you coming up here attacking me? No, 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 no. I never attacked you. I said, did you put this in my yard? And I told you, like I said, I have not raised my voice. And I told you, I have not talked to you in an inappropriate way. I have not said anything. Except you called me a liar. I said you well, openly lied. Yeah, you that's truth because I did not openly me. lie. I told you I the came truth down the time. Because I said, they said I did you not did bring that trash Sorry. to your place. Okay. Okay. All I'm saying is at this point, you're the aggressor. So you I'm just letting right you know. You're come up to me okay. calling me a liar. Okay. Okay. I'm saying okay. if you're going to take your trash out, okay. put that's it okay. in the okay. dumpster. I'm actually done talking to you. Good. I'm done talking to you. Put your shit in the dumpster. You need yeah. to put your whole apart. Have you ever, have you seen the trash shit that you live in? And you worried about right. a dumpster? You damn right. Have you, you worried about the trash a dumpster? Fries up in my yard? And it comes my from daughter your yard. literally was playing the dumpster with shit a comes panty liner. Oh, How the hell is that anybody else's fault? But your daughter. Nobody in my house wears panty liners, dumbass. Nobody in my house lied. That, that's your, that's your I didn't fucking say business. that was you. I'm talking about... So then why are you bringing it up? Okay, well then you need to address it with everybody here. Don't yeah, come leave uh, uh, the deal, girl. Look, I've done putting signs oh, on the dumpster. Oh, I, we've seen that shit too. How is that anybody's fault? Then your daughter for picking up the panty liners. Right. She didn't pick up the panty liner, honey. <laughs> she was playing in a panty liner. You literally just said she was playing with the panty liner. I said my daughter was playing outside. Anyway, and there was a panty liner. No, she now she's changing her story. She said she said that the daughter was playing with a panty liner and she was trying to blame them for it. Now she's trying to backtrack because they just told her nobody in their house even uses a panty liner or whatever that is. Oh, where's this goes on for a while. Oh, trust me, she's on every type of medication. Just tell her to go get medicaid. Am I on medication? Trust me, that you're on something. So I literally Maybe heard you talking about it. But you're on something. We know that. Go ahead, put that. We talk. Trust me, we know. Your kids know. Hey. Oh no 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 no! no. Hey. I gotta no, trust me, because you need to hear what your children. No, you need to hear what your little girl says when you're not around. Uh huh. Uh huh. First of all, you don't do Don't do that. Don't do that. Shut the fuck up. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it!
What's this one? Your mother's right by the Yeah. She's being racist to Filipinos. You think all Filipinos are racist because of that? Or rapists. Rapists? Yeah. Rapists, but... Yeah, they raped my mother and they raped my sister. I'm sorry that that happened. I'm sorry that that happened, but we're not like that. Yeah. yeah, I don't... I, I, I don't believe it. You don't believe it? You think we're rapists? The only Filipinos I know are rapists. Well, you must not know a lot, because... Filipinos are dangerous. And after that, I don't care to know I'm a Filipino. Okay. So, it's fine by you? I don't mind. And you shouldn't be here. This is tribal land. Okay. Go but back to the Philippines. I was born here. I was, this is Muscogee <laughs> territory. Okay. Know your people, know your uh -huh. land. You're home invaders. Home invaders. You're home invaders. Home invaders. Yeah. It's a public place. It's a, like a store that they're going to. Um, I don't think they're, they're home invaders. It's not your house. People are insane. People are actually like completely insane. Oh, no, mommy. You don't fucking tell me where to go. I fire law enforcement and I have a right to be a Christian and nobody's going to tell me when I catch up Joppa Guzman who's beheading many people around the globe. And then you turn around and tell me, I gotta accept this shit. El Chapo Guzman killed people just like you. You like your head beheaded? What Do you fuck? like your head beheaded? Do you like your head beheaded, fucking Mexican? Jesus hey. Christ. My kids are part Hispanic. My kids are part Hispanic. And I don't want my kids' heads cut off. Mentally ill. Mentally ill. What happened? What a freak! All right, we're gonna we're gonna cut it there. Uh, I got one more, um, one more to show you, um. Where is it? Oh, I gotta find it. Is this crying moped? Here. Um. Drives off. <laughs> dude, dude is down bad. Dude is down bad. Holy shit, bro. Dude. New York is crazy. I think I know where that is. Damn. Sucks, bro. Sucks. 
speaking of friend zone, speaking of relationships, time to help somebody with their problems with theirs. So, let's do it. Let's see what we got here. We can help anybody. Damn, this one's dark. I'm about to break up with my girlfriend and quit my job. Hey guys, I'm 25 male. I'm really struggling in life right now. Completely lost direction in a long distance relationship. Hate my job and the commute. Nothing outside of work and relationships is going right either. So I'm about to quit, break up with my girlfriend, and just blow it all up. I can't take this anymore. I know I'm going to struggle with the aftermath of this, so any advice on how to approach this and the next stages, thanks. Well, first off, you want to make sure that you have yourself a support system, whether that be a therapist, a group of friends, family that you can either stay with or talk to, that type of thing. Um, first, first things first, you got a question, are you just in a really bad place where you feel like self-destructing everything is like the thing to do, which you might regret in the near future? Or is this a definite thing that you want to do, you know? Um, because it is, there, there are, um, there, there are not consequences, but there, these are big, big decisions to make big life decisions. So you have to be sure that this isn't just you being upset in the moment. And, you know, that's why maybe you should talk with a therapist before you quit your job and see what a professional says you should do. You know, because, yeah, those are really big decisions. Just, yeah, top comment says seek therapy. But, yeah, 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 you got to get help. You got to get help. And that that therapist will help you figure out what to do next. And if if dropping your job and your girlfriend are are the right thing to do because I can't tell you that. I can't tell you that and I don't think anybody here on Reddit can either. But a professional can. But do that before you quit your job because you're going to have to pay for the therapist, you know. And you want health insurance, that type of thing. And, um yeah, so anyways, that's going to do it for this episode of the short news podcast. Thank you very much. For listening, check out the new merch, www.shortnewspod.com. Got clothing on there and all that kind of fun stuff. I'll see you guys in a couple of days. Thank you for listening. I love you very much and peace. It's really that time of year and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now, this year. Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime now with our friends at On Location. True 50-yard line seats, only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs. On location, yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go to the game with On Location. And it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen to pregame parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash SP56 
or search Super Bowl on location. That's right. Search Super Bowl on location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it.